Welcome, guys, to another episode of The Candy Show. I'm your host, Candy. We are in Detroit, Michigan, and I want you to welcome my special guest. But I'm going to let him introduce himself. Hey, how you doing? My name is Cal Dawson, CEO of Cal Dawson Management Team. And that's it? That's all? No. <laughs> we'll get into it in a second. So, welcome so much to the Candy Show, Mr. Cal Dawson. Welcome. I got to give it up. Got to give the claps up. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Now, I know some of you guys have seen this man before, but for those who have not, I'm telling you, legend right here. Legacy. But we're going to get into it. Mr. Cal Dawson. Yes, ma'am. What are we here for in Detroit? Michigan right now. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I come from um, Jamaica, Queens, New York, South Side, Jamaica, Queens. Um, I do dabble into, you know, the street life. In um early 90s, I worked at Dev Jams at A&R. Then in the mid-90s, I came to uh, the president of record label, Murray, Inc. And then um, I Appeared in Ford Magazine twice for running a $400 million record company, as well as 2015, the Artist Management of the Year Award at the BET Awards. Um, I've been on uh, Loving Hip Hop New York. I've been on Season 2 of Power, on the Wu-Tang documentary, um, in a movie called uh, Snatch Filmed in Detroit. Uh, I was managing uh, the legendary rapper Black Rob. Uh, I got a documentary about him that's on Tubi. You know, I'm just working, you know. I, I got a management company. I manage, you know, Beanie Siegel. work with Freeway, Memphis Bleak, uh, Big 50 from Detroit. That was on BET, Trap Queens. Uh, our documentaries on BET plus the Lonjo Hood story. And, um, you know, I'm just working. Just working. Know, just working. That's what you call hustling. That's working. You have all those jobs. How yeah. can I be down? It's simple, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I sort of love when people come in my path who, who want to uh, get money and eat with me. I mean, I'm not a selfish individual. I like how you ran everything by I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. But um, let's talk a little bit about who, again, Cal Dawson is. Now, this is my first time meeting Mr. Cal Dawson. Um, good dude, good dude. But... I feel like there's something else that's missing. What What is it that we're not really focusing on right now? But let's go ahead and talk about Cal Dawson Entertainment. Management. You man management. Thank you so much. Cal Dawson Management. You're here tonight with Big 50. Shout out to Detroit. Home. Yes. Talent. But what are you guys doing tonight? Uh, she's doing an event with um, this guy, Nico. Which um, he had played in that TV show called P Valley as Uncle Cliff. You know he's a Detroit native. Uh, they're doing some type of you know awareness, you know, because he's involved with the LBTGQ community, and they have a you know uh, a seminar functions going on, like a health awareness going on to individuals. You know, people consciousness about you know their health issues, practice safe sex. You know, they're doing things like that, and that came out here because, you know, Big 50 is a part of that with him, so I came out here to support her because she's a part of my um, team. 
Okay, okay. And you also mentioned Memphis Fleek, Finney Siegel. Talk to us a little bit about those artists because I know they're legends as well. Have you guys, what, what do you, what, you got some tours coming up or some kind of spot dates? Talk to a little bit about that for those who don't know because we know rock, I, yeah, them, all of that them, good them, stuff. Them three individuals was a part of, of Rockefeller Records, you know, which was uh, a label by Jay Z and Damon Dash. And um, I have the privilege to work with them now as far as booking them shows because they have household names. You can't get them booked. They get paid shows. So I booked a show for Memphis Bleak. I booked a show for Freeway before, you know, many shows for Beans. And um, I just was in negotiation with um, Ice-T to get them three individuals on Art of Rap Tour, which will be coming in June 23 to November 23. You know, and um, you know they got they got a uh, you know a nice catalog. You know, they got they got that good hip hop that 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 late '90s, early 2000s era. I just had a show last night, uh, booked for Beans, and um, um, we was in uh, Virginia, Portsmouth, Virginia, and uh, he was hosting the event as well as you know he performed. You know, he did some of his classic joints. You know, it was a good turnout. You know, everybody was peaceful. There was no incidents. Everybody came in home safe. You know, everybody had a good time. They were happy to see Beans. So are any of those artists coming out with anything new? Tell us about that. Do they have any new songs, any projects going on right now? Yes, yes, yes. Beans has some books that he's pushing. He's also working on a possibility of uh, a state property, Part 3, as well as, you know, new material, him, Freeway, um, a lot of artists, right, they don't have that, you know, that, that backing no more that they had, you know, signed to a major label. So a lot of them, they put the music out you know, independently. But, you know, he's been talking to some other artists that's relevant right now, and they're working on some collaborations. Okay, okay. Now, what else is going on besides that now? I know you and I have talked a little bit off camera, but let's talk a little bit about, is that, are you the entertainment company who wants if they want to book you guys, they contact you, correct? Correct. Yeah. If go ahead and tell them a little bit about that information. Tell them go ahead and get that out now. If anybody looking to book, uh, Mr. Cheeks, Benny Siegel, Freeway, Memphis Bleak, Big Fifty, or P D Pablo or Benzino, you can um reach out to me, Cal Dawson. My email is Cal K A L dot D A W S O N. 337 at gmail.com. That's my email. On social media, on Instagram is Dawson Cal. And on Facebook is Cal Dawson. You can message me, DM me. You know, um, if you're always serious, you can call me. You know, look on my social media. My phone number is on the flyers with my emails on it. And, you know, like, we'll make it happen. You know, you do a contract, do a deposit, you know, you get a video drop. You know, we do everything professional level. Well, tell us how you got in touch with Big 50. How did that relationship went? How did that go about? Come um, It came through uh, Big 50. had did an interview with a guy that I know in New York named Don Vito. And um, she appeared on BET's Trap Queen. And uh, he had, uh, told me about her. So I reached out to Big 50. And a lot of people that she um, dealt with in Detroit, I know them as well. And so, you know me, I uh, started working with her and then, uh, making some events happen for her, negotiating some deals for her, and everything was off to the races there. You know, everything was straight up. There was no funny business going on. 
she a, she a real person. Um, you look on the Black Rob documentary that's on Tubi, The Last Days of Black Rob, you see me and her, you know, hugged up. We came out to Detroit 2020 during the pandemic at Beanie Siegel and Black Rob out here in Detroit. And um, we did an interview on Corp Radio, and uh, she was there with us. I mean, she came out to support. And she's, she's a genuine person. She's solid. And you just missed, you just mentioned um, rest in peace, Black Rob. Now, if anybody didn't know, and you Google Cal, you would know. And you know what? And it's not even we're not even going to go into everything, but we can. You know I mean? like, okay, yeah. well, well, let's get on into it. Let's get on into it. You're out there re- regarding everything that's going on that went on with Black Rob. Um. Take us back to pandemic time frame. Yes, I still, I didn't see like I told everybody, I didn't grow up with Black Rob. I wasn't with him and he signed a bad boy. I didn't know him personally. I only met Black Rob um August twenty twenty. I knew him I knew of him as you know, he's a rapper, you know what I mean? He's a hip hop. I know of him, I know he's from Harlem. He signed a bad boy, okay. He he did he did a couple of bids, all right. But I didn't know him personally until 2020. This is the past his career. So an uh, individual mom named Robert uh, C. Styles Jackson was like, I understand you work with Cheeks and Beans. You know, you have room to work with Black Rob. You know, getting him booked. He has a manager. I said, sure. You know, he got some classic joints, songs with um, Bad Boy. So you make it happen. So I started managing him and booking him shows and stuff. And then uh, he was on Dallas's at the time. I mean, he goes to go to Dallas three times a week. You know, if anybody know the Dallas, you know, he got bad kidneys, so you gotta go to Dallas three times a week to um, ref- refresh your um, your blood. I mean, so I got him at the end of his career, but you now still making it uh, work for getting him book shows. And I mean, he got sick. He had came down. I got him booked. Him, like a Black Rob, Mr. Cheeks, and Benny Siegel booked for All Star Weekend in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, uh, March uh, twenty twenty one. And um, while he was performing, you know what I mean? That day he performed, you know, his family uh, member texted him, told him, where you at, you need to stay where you at, don't come back here, blah, 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 blah. So he showed me the text and said, like, you know, I ain't got nowhere to go. The second time she did this to me was his cousin. So I was like, well, you know, you come to Queens, New York. He said, nah, I want to stay, stay here in Georgia. I want to stay here in Atlanta. So um, I tried to make preparations for him to stay in Atlanta, you know, but. He started swelling up up in the mines, you know, put him in a hotel for like a few days. And um, what happened with that situation, um, being that Rob wasn't on um, getting treatment, he started swelling up. So I told the guy, he called me. He said, yeah, I meant to check on Black Rob in his hotel room. He's swelling up. I said, man, you got to call the ambulance, get him into the hospital because they got to um, refill this blood. I mean, so that was like, a stressful situation dealing with him, but I didn't want to leave him for dead, leave him stranded, because, like, his family members, his kids, you know what I mean? You know, everybody would, like, turn their back on him, like, the hell with him. So, in the midst of him passing away, right, his friends and his, people run the social media saying this, and make, make me point, they think, I'm, like, I'm the bad guy. I'm the one, like, you should be thanking me, because I'm the one who's trying to save him. But, you know, that guilt comes in here. But then what I don't like, how these bloggers, right, they take information and run with it, Actually, they don't know the, the, the truth, right? So they just run with the story that they get, 
and not knowing like what you're saying. And I'm not gonna allow anybody to throw dirt in my name. You're not gonna disrespect me in my face. I'm not gonna allow that. Anybody do that to me. So these guys they hide behind these these these, these YouTubes and Instagrams and Facebooks. And they're saying this, saying this. Yo, he robbed Black Rob. Black Rob didn't have no. He was broke. He didn't have no money. You know what I mean? He sold millions of records. But everybody was like so-called trying to antagonize me, but not going after the guy who signed him to the label, who owns his master. They ain't mess with him at all. You know what I mean? So they're picking and choosing. But see, what, what happens, right, when you do that and not knowing like, what type of person you're dealing with, you get yourself to a situation where, you know, it might be some body harm be a, 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 upon you, you know what I mean? And that's what black people fail to realize because you're pushing buttons and you don't know really what's going on, the truth. You know, and that was, that was what cra the crazy thing is, is when we linked and I was like, I read Black Rob, I was like, I wonder if this is the guy that put out that video. And then listening, doing my research, I was like, oh my gosh. So and that's the first time I ever really heard about you. And the reason why I put that video out when he was in the hospital, it went viral because there was a cry for help. People were like, yo, you should put that video out here for him. But nobody else was trying to help him. His so-called friends had his phone number. They could have went from New York to Atlanta and get him out um, the, uh, the hospital or picked him up where he was at and took him out to New York. They choose not to be bothered with Black Rob. They full of shit. All of them was. All of them was. All of them. All of them. You know, so... They were trying to point their fingers at me like, oh, Cal, um, Black Rob signed his publishing over to Cal Dawson. No, Rob, never. How he going to sign over something he don't even own himself? See, this is the mind frame of ignorant niggas. That's what they do. That's what they are. That's what I call them. That's exactly what I said. Ignorant niggas. That's what they are. You know what I mean? He doesn't own his publishing. Puffy owns his publishing. You know, whoever owns Black Rob Publishing or Biggie Publishing, you know, Rob don't own his publishing. If you own the publishing, you want to be broke. We always take a clip and we always base everything off of that clip. No matter what it is, whatever the subject is, we all have an opinion. But then at the end of the day, it's like you can't even really almost comment on something when you don't know the full story. Whether it's about a person's life or a cop shooting somebody else, it's, no matter what, we always just jump to a conclusion and we say what we want to say and then you don't know the whole full story. But my my biggest thing, though, is that that was... <laughs> it was just a crazy time because you couldn't even... Everybody was at home. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. See, but... Um it just shows, right, how the mentality of people is because his so-called friends that lived in Atlanta, Georgia, like this Mark Curry dude and this other guy named Rob, they didn't have Black Rob stay with him. I had Black Rob in hotels, got to be seen, but they get on Instagram and was like, yeah, you know, Mark Curry, you know. Oh, Black Rob, he good, he down in Atlanta. I don't know why that guy put the, the video up with Rob. Rob is good. Rob's not good. How is the man good if he's telling you in his video, he's saying at his own mouth, I don't have no place to see, I ain't got no money. So, does, that, does that sound like he's somebody's good? No. no. You know what I mean? But see, he uses that, as they call it, clout chasing. He said, well, by Black Rob passing away, it brought me and Puffy back together. Puffy never called him. You wrote a book about the man, said the man's gay, danced with the devil. What would Puffy call you for? He Puffy never called him. He's trying to use that to get his way back in, I guess. You know, make himself relevant again. 
and in return, you know, he putting out these false allegations on me. And he's a sucker. And I told him about Curry. I said, I slapped Shelly. I told him at the funeral. He told the other guy, and he ten toes down. You know, tell Cap, I don't I give, you know, I give him the business. I told ten toes that Mount Curry come down the block. He ain't want to come. I mean, don't talk to talk. You ain't going to be able to walk the walk. Because with me, I'm not going to let anybody handle me any kind of way. I don't care about me doing, doing life with no, without parole or, 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 or dying for what, what I believe in, what I stand for. I'm not going to let nobody do that to me. Nobody. East Coast, West Coast, I don't care who you fully with. That's not going to happen on my watch. I'm not the toughest dude in the world, but I'm going to go to the limits. And, you know, it was a fucked up situation. So, you know, I was like, no, he dead and gone, and I try to do what I can do for nobody. And then always hop culture, reach out, try to help him. You know, Jay Z did uh, try to call. He called out uh, DJ Self. Self tried to help and put the video up to be posted it. And people started antagonizing him, like, "Oh, Self took some money from Black Rob and all that." And he was just trying to help. So everybody's talking about money, money, money. Rob didn't have no money. We don't get this money stuff from. He didn't have no money. The man didn't have no money. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to take it all the way back. I need to know, because on the Kennedy Show, we always like to find out a little bit of backstory about the individual and our guest. Um, and I know you mentioned it earlier, where you from. Just in case anyone didn't hear it, tell everybody exactly where are you from, what city and state. From Southside, Jamaica, Queens, New York. Is that where you um laying your head at now these days? Is that did you ever leave? Well, tell me a little I, I, bit about I, I, that. I, I, I left New York a few times. I lived in Charlotte, North Carolina for a little bit. I lived in Rye, North Carolina for a minute. You know, Maryland for a little minute. You know, I moved around before. You know what I mean? But you know, New York City. You know what I'm saying? It's my home. That's where I'm born and raised. That. You know, I leave for a year, two years, go ahead there. You know, rub elbows, different peoples. You know, you know that's what I do. What's your favorite? Your favorite thing about going back home when you're when you're at home, what do you like to do on your personal time when you're not doing all these different things? Watch cartoons, eat Chinese food and pizza. <laughs> cartoons? Yeah. Wow! What what yeah. cartoon? What, what cartoons? The old ones, you know. Going Tom and Jerry. Uh, no, I'll go get the old ones. The Flintstones, the Jetsons. You know, I watch the Honeymooners. You know. The black and white one with um, Jackie Gleason? Yes. Yeah, those, those are my favorite, you know what I'm saying, my classics there, you know? <laughs> Bugs Bunny, you know what I mean? Like, those are the old classic cartoons I like. Wow. wow. Okay. I, I like, like New York City, like, you go, like, certain places out of state, if you ain't got no car, you just shit out of luck. But like, New York City, 3 o'clock in the morning, you can jump on the train, jump on the bus, and you know, move around the city if you want to. A lot of people in New York City don't need no car. I mean, because there's always something to do in New York City. Something's always open. That That it is. I haven't been to New York since 2018. 20, it's been a minute, obviously. But every time I'm there, I always have a ton of things to do. Right. A ton of things to do. I, I just can't just sit there. Can't sit there. Tell me a little bit about how this industry grabbed Cal and said, you know what, I need you in this industry. What is it that brought you to that part? Well, me um, in the streets, I mean, dealing illegal activities. No, nothing illegal lasts forever. So I had to make a career change. I mean, end up being in prison for life with no parole or, 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 or you know, whatever. So I started, you know, uh, managing artists. You know what I mean? So... 
my bro, my brother is a good friend of Russell Simmons, so I came home in like '94, got me a job at Def Jam at A and R, and I took it from there. I learned the business, learned the game, then I had to learn like, you know, if you can go state to state and move not cars, you can do the same thing with you know in the industry is same hustle, different product. Interesting. Now I, I during my research, there was something that I caught in one of your interviews. How are you or someone of your, or like a relative affiliated with LL Cool J? Something about a car. Because I remember, was there something that was going on, like a car? No. Nah. Using a video or something? Tell me about. We went to the that. same high school, Andrew Jackson. At the time, I had a nice Audi 5000. And he stood on the roof of my car and used that for his album cover. I'm bad. Shut up. The yeah. the green one? You see the green lights? You stand up on the side of the gates, and the car you stand on is my car. Wow. Okay. So from someone that's in Indianapolis, Indiana, native, tell me a little bit about what, now, yes, I have visited New York a few times, but when in Indianapolis, it was always, we wanted to get to New York. We wanted to get to New York. Has New York changed? Yes, from, it did. Now it seems like everybody at once wanted to get to New York. A lot of people now don't want to go to New York because it's the it's the level of thinking of the people. You know, a lot of people in New York we so div- divided. You know what I mean? We pick on each other. You know, like the rappers, they going against each other on the songs and they fight with each other. You ain't see that in the South and Midwest. They might have issues with. In the vivid, you ain't see it publicly like that behind closed doors. So what happens now, like you know, a lot of people from New York started gravitating. The South got into the music industry and took off. A lot of people from New York started to go to the South or sound like artists from the South, and you know, and and other places trying to like you know to stay relevant to get on. You know what I mean? So that's what you know. I didn't like just be yourself. Like I don't give. I don't care which state you're from, you know, you got good people and bad people everywhere you go, you know what I mean? You got, as they say, you got real niggas and fake niggas everywhere. You know I mean, you got good businessmen here, you got bad businessmen here, that's, that's everywhere, that's, that's, that's the way the world is. They say, but, you know, you got the views of who you feel to deal with on them levels. You know, a lot of people out here are scammers, doing, especially during the pandemic, everybody was scamming, doing something. What's your cash at? I'm going to gift you 1500 and... Did you hear about the you hear about the, the, the money, the, the government, the free loans, and you know all that type of stuff going on? Like, you know, everybody want to like get rich. And so, tell me, wait a minute, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tell you this because before you do that, so first of all, I love New York. I love New York. I love New York. I love accents. Uh-huh. You have a dope accent. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. How do I sound to you? Just asking because I just want to know. Sound very nice. It's, it's it's different. You know what I mean? Like I can't tell like you from Indianapolis, Indiana, unless you tell me. You know what I mean? Because anything outside of New York, it all sounds like the South sounds the same. Virginia, North Carolina, you know, some places accents are deeper than others. Like some people in Florida or Charleston, South Carolina, they got a deep country accent. <laughs> it's funny. So I asked you that because a lot of people think that I sound country. Yeah, because cause, cause somebody from New York, you, Midwest sounds country. See, I don't, I don't, well, 
when you go past Chicago, like when you go past Indiana, Chicago, and, and St. Louis, they sound country. But I can't find, I don't see that. In, in, but then I have heard some things that I've said. You know why, some you, words start sounding a little yeah, twangy. Because you don't notice it because everybody around you talks the same. When you leave your element, then you'll know. Like if I come from, right now if I leave and go to where you're from, and end up with people, they know I'm not from there. They say, well, hey, where you from? You from up north somewhere? Because you don't talk like you from here. Right, right. I had to ask that because, again, I love my accents. And so mm -hmm. I just wanted to see if you thought I sound country because a lot of people think I sound country. I don't know why. But, because, uh, see, I like to also get to know my guests. So it's just not just about what my guest does. I want to get to know my guests. Favorite color? I have no favorite color. I, 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 I don't mean myself. I wouldn't wear pink, but I don't have a favorite color. I could rock all colors. You know, it's crazy. I, I'm always in black and blue. It's not my favorite color. I just it's just a simple mm -hmm. scheme to go with, and it's just cool. Exactly. I've got gray jeans on, gray sneakers. You know, I, I rock any colors: blue, you know, red. I'm not gang affiliated. I rock any color I like it. I'm saying I'm not finesse. I'm gonna wear it. Do you um drink? Do you ever indulge in a Nice yes. little beverage here and there. Yes, I do. I like I like honey coladas. <laughs> I like you know pina coladas. I like strawberry daiquiris. You know, drink some you no know, Hennessy. Yeah, some Tito's. Yeah, some rock. You know I mean, you know, I drink. Well, you know, I like pina coladas too. That's my favorite drink. <laughs> yeah, I like pina coladas. I think we might have to get together one time and we gonna mix up some yeah. pina coladas. Uh huh. Okay, so you like pina coladas, you like daiquiris, you like Chinese food, you like cartoons. This sounds like a regular average old dude. And I mean that respectfully, like a cool, chill, laid-back guy. Yeah, like I said, man, I don't get involved in other people's politics, man. You know, people be worried about the wrong things. Mom, it's an old saying, right? It costs you nothing to mind your business. I don't care what this dude or what this female doing or how they doing it. It don't concern me. I'm on my business. You know what I mean? Like, like, doesn't matter. If people don't know how to mind their business, and when you mind other people's business or interfere with what they doing, it's gonna be a problem for you. Mm. That's so true. Stay, stay your six feet, fifty feet, or whatever. Stay out my business. Yeah. Favorite movie. I got so, so many. Um, I was just in um, Portsmouth, Virginia Hotel. I was watching my cousin Vinny, one of my favorites. Um, Goodfellas, uh, Caddyshack, the uh, the Blues Brothers. Okay, come on, yeah, the Blues Brothers. Yeah, the Blues Brothers. Um, <laughs> I got so many. Uh, National Lampers, Christmas Vacation, the Clark Griswold. <laughs> I mean, that's one of my favorites. Did you ever watch any westerns? Nah. You didn't? Only western movies I do like was uh, Young Guns 1 and 2, um, Tombstones, but all that John Wayne no. dance and stuff. Nah, nothing. My mother was even into that stuff. I ain't like none of that western shit. Oh, gosh. My daddy would watch them. Wild Wild West, all those. Right. Did you ever watch... <laughs> kind of dating ourselves but did you ever watch the batman the old batman of course pal and yeah, pal, yeah 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 of course oh 
my gosh, technology has changed. Old Batman. I used to watch Dukes of Hazzis. Then, then I realized, getting older, what that that flag on on the top of the car represented. But um, yeah, I watched that. The Incredible Hulk, Captain America. Um, what's another one called? He he had a a, a suit and he lost the instructions how to fly. It was called American Hero. I think it was called. Oh, that was a school teacher. That, was that a, he was on ABC? That was on ABC. He had a curly hair or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking right. about. Yeah, <laughs> wow, Ooh. yeah, that was that was some good days. Tell us about those days. Now we're in what year we in, and we're talking about going back. Obviously, with our discussion, what do you miss about those days? Back then, it was just things were simple. Like you know what I mean. Like wasn't all this social media stuff now. Now like. Like kids nowadays don't even go outside and play. They stay at home once they on their phone on their video games. Like you don't see little girls playing double dutch or people know about playing skelly or or, or jacks or playing tag. Like you don't see none of that. Like times have changed. Like, everything is about technology now. You know about vice light back then coming home from school. Like at nighttime, eleven o'clock. You know the R couple come on. Then the honeymoons will come on. You know, like on Fridays, like eight o'clock. You know, you have like the Dukes that has it, Incredible Hulk. Come on, Captain America. You know, but like I said, you know, times change. Like you know, it's nothing like during September. Like you see the new cartoons coming out. Then you see the previews, and then you see new cartoons coming out. Then like okay, like the Littles or Voltron. You know, uh, 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 Smurfs. Oh, wait a minute. I literally was thinking of Smurfs when, when we were talking about the cartoons. I was going to say that, but I was like, no, maybe he might not <laughs> like that. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Like I said, a lot of these old school rappers, I've been seeing them on stage. Like, you know, nowadays, everybody want to walk around with the Ben Latin beard. I call it now. Everybody got the beard, bushy out. But your beard looking so white, you look like a Papa Smurf on stage. And, you, and you're trying to, like, you know, gravitate to somebody that's in their early 20s. You look like they grandfather up there. Like, where's your cane at? Where's your oxygen tank at? You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Some, some, is there a certain time in your life when you got to be like, okay, let me let this go because this not for me no more. Let me pass it on to the next one. I mean, let me get out of the way and let the next generation come through and do what they do. Look at look at some of these old rappers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they got the gray hair, bitch. Like, they got the gray hair and they dress. Like, okay, okay, at least diet. You know what I mean? Try to diet. <laughs> Hold on, wait. I got minute. gray hair, too. Listen, nah, I got gray hair, too, but I, I die. I use just for men. I dye my beard. You know what I mean? I dye black. Certain things I, I do, or certain places I go, I die. Sometimes I leave it regular. You know what I mean? But I do die, but I'm not, gonna, I'm not a rapper. I'm not an artist. But I'm not going to be on stage and, you know, got the. The great beard looking like Papa Smurf talking about yes, yes, y'all to the beach, y'all. <laughs> you know I mean? Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! All right, now you talked about acting. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I had some opportunities. A lot of opportunities came to my door after people found out the truth about the Black Rob situation that's on Tubi. You know what I mean? And um. I had some good situations came my way, like as far as acting, like you know, like people just like, you know, just here's this line, you know what I'm saying? Read it, memorize it, and do what you do. So I had an opportunity to play in this movie that filmed in Detroit called Snatch. I played the owner of a strip club that's involving sex trafficking. <sighs> Working on, on a reality show for a major network. 
I got some writers involved. I work with my friend of mine named Alonzo. He played in the TV show, the hit TV show called The Wire. He's a writer. You on board with me with that? You also working with me, um, with Big Big Fifty, uh, working on her series as well. So you know, I, I have some things like in the making that I'm working on. You know what I mean? Because I'm just trying different things, and you know, and see what happens with it. That's all. Can't knock nothing unless you try it. I'm saying some people doubt they say, "Oh man, I can't do this because of two people." You know, try and see what happens. I'm saying if it works, it works. If it don't, hey, I tried. I did it. I made E for the effort. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, no, you didn't study any theater or anything like that. It's just nah. But I'm going to do, you know, take some um, acting classes. You know, I got a forklift class. I took a forklift class a few weeks ago too. I know how to drive forklift. I've been knowing job forklift, but I'm just certified to drive forklift now too, in case I wanna work for a company or something like that, a warehouse or something. Unload some trucks or something. Wait, it's I'm sorry. The forklifts, nothing wrong with it, but forklift? Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't say you just did some C now I've seen a lot of people lately do CDLs. Get their yeah. CDLs. Yeah, a lot of people do CDLs. I mean like mm. you work for works for you. I mean <laughs> You don't want to be on the road like that. You're already on the road if, like that, if, but if would I, you? I've got my own rig, of course. I mean, but, but my thing is, I wouldn't be driving state to state. I have a rig and pay somebody to drive it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what I would do, but not everybody built to be in that position. So they go get their CDLs and, you know, they're content with that. I mean, I want more. Okay. I mean, you already have 50 million jobs right now. So what else do you want? What else is it that you have now that you're like you know what i haven't i need to go get it i need to do this i need to accomplish this uh, i need my own family i don't have a family i have no kids i need that really yeah are you if actually it, wanting it, to have your own family if, or you want to adopt if it if not nah, i'd rather have something with my dna in it but you know if it happens it happens it don't oh well you know interesting hmm well, that was that was just blew me out the water. Um, one thing that you want the industry to do differently, one thing that you think that it could operate better, one thing. Stop going against your own peoples. You need to know how to unite. Stop going against your grain. If you if you if you abide by that, maybe things will be a lot smoother. Because none of you people, none of you bloggers, I don't see none of y'all going after the Caucasians people. Only one person made a comment about them, uh, their particular race, whatever reason why he did that. You know what I mean? But everybody else, you know, there's a lot of people outside of of being an African American is doing the most, and you're not saying nothing to them, but you're always antagonizing your own, and then you'd be the first one to say when someone, somebody white, does us injusticely. Your first thing you want to say, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. You want to march, and yo, 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 yo who you think is gonna like? Who I got to worry about robbing me? Nobody white gonna rob me. Somebody black would rob me. You know what I mean? Or, or shoot me, or attack me. Nobody white doing that. You're so true. We we are so yeah. critical of our own. But then it's like, are you really, what are you doing? Like, what like, are you doing? Like, like, what are we doing? Like, people in the industry, like Puff, 
Yeah, we need black excavator. You doing a fuckery too. Like you, like the artist, you got millions of dollars. Why you don't give? This artist back is publishing. Get this one back is publishing. Get this one back is publishing. But you just sold one, like, yo, we need to do this. You doing the most shit too. Get the fuck out of here. Like, you hypocrites. Like, come on. Wow. That is a word right there because we are. We are. We're the, we're the first one to criticize. And you. Yeah, like. Not, what is it that you how did? How much money do you really need? How much do you need? What, how much money do you really need? You're not taking none of which you die. See, that's what I live by. You can't take it when you go. So what are you going to do with it? Ooh, all right. I know I flipped this interview different than what you normally are used to be used to. So I wanted to make sure that we, we really got to know you. And not just what Google says or what you say yourself on other interviews. I just wanted to know who you were. I'm just I'm just simple playing I go anywhere, stage to state, my paperwork good. You know what I mean? Corporate America don't care about people who snitching on other shit. You know, black people pay care about that. That that's that nigga shit. Yeah, I'm he snitch here rat. Corporate America don't care about about that. You know what I mean? But these people around here on these podcasts is like, y'all y'all wanna be mindful because what if people start killing y'all instead of killing rappers? You know what I mean? That what should happen. Because these guys we we need podcasts, they be play games, right? They do this stuff just for likes and followers, subscribers. This man calling this dude gay or or I seen a gay video with this dude here. And no, it's not true though. But you just saying it just because of reason. Now I won't be mad the image you talking about blow your head off somewhere and kill you. Then I'll be like, that's what you deserve because you initiated this stuff. You know what I mean? We shouldn't have been lying on that man saying stuff like that. You doing it for games. We won't play. Ha ha. Yeah. You know, people be calling people like, yo, this dude here, he's a dope fiend or he's just a sucker. Da 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 da. All right, but what that same individual punch in your face or knock your teeth out? Then what? You know what I mean? That's what needs to be done. Wow. Keep knocking on the devil's door. Somebody's going to answer it. Remember that. You just said something that just brought something to my mind. Children, youth, teens, young adults today versus back when we were growing up. Ooh. It's, it's different now. Everybody feel they grown. Can't tell them nothing. There's no structure going on in the house. So like I said, everybody on social media doing this, doing that. So who's re- who's raising the kids now? Social media. Yeah. They go on TV and they're twerking. You know, little kids twerking, six, seven years old. They see their mama's doing it on Instagram, Facebook, and all that stuff, Snapchat and whatever. They're doing it too. They are. You know what I mean? So, like, the world we live in, they should ban social media for real, for real. They should ban it. Man. I'm telling yeah, you, if it wasn't it. for me to have to do what I needed to do for the candy show, I wouldn't be on it. Mm. It's not even something, it's, it's, yeah, it's mind controlling. The industry. Now, let's talk a little bit about the artist. The artist that you just mentioned that you're uh, representing, are you looking for any more artists? Yes, I'm looking for uh, artists that are that's, that's, that's younger, that's serious, that, that have it. You know, it's like millions of unsigned artists in this industry. Nobody, everybody's not going to make it. Like, like, it's gonna, everybody's not going to make it. Uh, a lot of these artists, they don't want to invest in their careers. They don't want to, um, you know, you know, put that real hard work. And they want somebody else to, like, be their savior. Like, yo, I know how to rap, but I ain't got no money to go to the studio. We'll get you a job then. That's your career. Invest in yourself. 
so true. That's so true. Now, when you're looking for the artists, are they always hip hop? Are they always rap? Nah, Tell nah, us a little I bit about. I came across some people that are models, actors, actresses. You know, um, they do spoken words. It wasn't always just hip hop. You know what I mean? I just go for which ones that I feel that I could make. You know, guy in the right uh, areas or, or make something happen for them. And vice versa, because it helped me to help you to help us. You know what I mean? It goes both ways. Exactly, exactly. One thing that you want everyone to know about Kyle Dawson, let them know. Don't fuck with me. Okay. Don't fuck with me, that's all. I ain't going to bother you, so don't bother me. If you start bothering me, I'm going to bother you back. Was that the type of child that you were? Or did you go and just... The reason why I ask that, you don't want anybody to bother you, right? So, growing up, did you do that? Were you the terrorist one? Were you going around messing with people? Absolutely not. But, see, this is what... I'm I'm, going to explain this to you. We can't say, right, what a person can and and won't do because we don't know. We don't know how far the next person would go or what you have to do to push their buttons because I think we all could be extremists to a certain point. Because everybody always say like these guys from the Middle East, they're extremists. No, I think a lot of us could be extremists, just that, you know, you might do certain things and and put people and push them to that point where like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going all the way out now. And this is when you have Mad catastrophes happening. Everybody has a breaking point. Absolutely. Whether you're young or older. If you keep if you keep pushing a, a nerdy guy in the corner, after a while he's gonna push back, right? That's true. He may push back because he's scared. He may push back he's tired. But then he do something drastic to you, now the world's gonna be like, Oh, why did he do that? You're not talking about why the other dude was bothering him. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, God. It's okay when the dude's bothering him, but now he reacted. Now he's the bad guy. Now he the monster. You only see that person right. that's reacting and not the reactor. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you know, like whatever happened right. to even make them to do that, right. react at a certain point. Okay. All right. Um, favorite, favorite line from a movie? You want to play rough? <laughs> oh, goodness. Tell everybody what movie that's from. Scarface. Okay, all right. I got I got another favorite line too. It was in a movie. He said, "Uh, they brought him. He was at a dinner and he ordered some food. And the and, and the waiter, the waitress, she brought him this plate. He said, <coughs> look at this plate. He said, what is this? This look like low grade dog food here. He said, I had I had better food in the, in the ballpark. He said, look, you still see the welt marks for the jockey." <laughs> uh, what movie was that from? Caddyshack, Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, you know, he was a he was a millionaire. You know Rodney Dangerfield. I like him because every role he plays, he got to be rich. If he ain't rich, he ain't playing the role. <laughs> so in Caddyshack, you know what I mean? He's like, yo, what is this? Yeah, this is, tell the chef this is like low grade dog food. So the, the, the girl should be back and told the chef. So the chef's like, dog food. He has cleaved up. I show him dog food. He's like, like act like he's gonna go out there and chop him up. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Yeah. Has anybody ever told you you sound like fifty? No. <laughs> Am I the only one? Yes. Well, 
I told you now. You sound like 50. Well, maybe because he's from Queens, New York. Like, you know. So everybody gets down like that and they sound like that in Queens? No, not everybody. Donald Trump from Queens. Oh, well, okay. You just proved me wrong. Football dudes from Queens. I mean, uh, Bernie Madoff, he from Queens. Sydney Lopper from Queens. Lady Gaga from Queens. Okay, you just proved me just completely wrong. All right. One last thing. Let everybody know once again how they can reach you to book the artists that you have. If you look into a book, any one of my clients that I deal with, you can reach me on Instagram as Dawson Cal, D-A-W-S-O-N-K-A-L, or Facebook, K-A-L-D-A-W-S-O-N. And, you know, if you're doing an artist showcase, if you're a promoter and you're looking to help unsigned artists get on mainstream level, on, on the mainstream level, because I help unsigned artists get on mainstream radio stations as well as get them in magazines as well. So, you know, you can reach out to me and, you know, I'll make it happen. Simple as that. Do you? Okay, so if they're not on Instagram, what how's Facebook? And then do you have a... Everybody's on social media nowadays. That's kind of true. Are. Like a lot of people that was on MySpace converted to Facebook. <laughs> oh my gosh, MySpace. Oh my gosh. Um, I want to say this. Cause if, if they if they look at your interview, they on social media because that's YouTube. That's YouTube. You're right. You so you are so right. You're so right. Aha. Can anybody else book you for anything else? Um, I think I heard you say something about maybe if somebody wanted to book you, maybe come do a judging or a talent show or something like that. Yes, yes. I, so I, you're I, open if some I get books for that now. Yes, I does that now. You, you does that now. Yeah, you does that now. Does that now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Because I'm gonna tell you what, Indianapolis, Indiana has a lot of good talent. Yeah, but see, it's it's a lot of talent everywhere in different states and cities, but they so saturated and fixed on. Artists coming out of New York, Atlanta, and Cali. So what about the people from Milwaukee? What about the people from Iowa? I mean, Cleveland, Ohio. You know what I mean? Like, Gary, Indiana. What about people from Indianapolis? You know what I mean? Like, St. Paul. Uh, I gotta, I'm sorry. I got to say this. <laughs> Indianapolis. Indianapolis. You said Indian. Like, you didn't pronounce the D. Indianapolis. It's, it's yeah. really weird because I've said this to you before. Because a lot of people that I know do not know how to pronounce Indianapolis. It's Indianapolis. It's funny. It's Indianapolis, Indiana. <laughs> I just, well, you know what? I a, lot of people, see, a lot of people don't know that. You know, the, the Jackson 5 came from Gary, Indiana, which is like 30 minutes outside Chicago. And then you tell me something about Louisville. Louisville. I say Louisville. Louisville. No, you say, how did yeah. you say you? Louisville. You, see? Yeah, Louisville. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? Yeah. I think it's yeah. funny how we all pronounce things differently. So, guys. Book Cal. You want his artist to come? You're a promoter. Book them. Yeah, reach out to me. Yeah, we book them in. Everybody can't afford an artist that, you know, some of these promoters are not good promoters too. Because, see, they want to book somebody like Lil Baby, The Baby, Money Bag Yo, but they can't afford to get these guys 150000 200000 what they want. And them guys, they do them arenas. They're not doing. Clubs that hold twelve hundred might give them for a walkthrough. They might want to walk through. They might want to come out for a hundred thousand. I'm like, I come up, I show up, but I'm not performing. You know what I mean? So if you 
trying to book somebody under 10,000, like Beans, Freeway, Bleak, whatever. Why not? You know what I mean? Because they got classic hits. They got movies. State probably one and two paper stores under their belt. So just say you're not a good promoter. You're not a promote. <laughs> oh, I don't think this artist going to do good at my club. That's the first punchline they like to say. Oh, I don't think he going to do good. Well, you must know not. They sold millions of records. They just they sell records in New York. They sold it nationwide. So therefore, they got a fan base, right or wrong. They have a fan base. All right, then. Everybody knows yeah. one of their songs. Everybody knows. Right. Cal, I thank you so much for coming to the Candy Show. I like appreciate I said, you as well. Thank you. I appreciate you. There's a lot of times where some of the interviews are so just consistently the same. And I like to change it up sometimes, you know. Yes, good to change. Change is good for t- at times. Definitely change it up. Always good for change. Have you ever been to Indianapolis? Years ago. Nothing. What do you remember about Indianapolis? We went out there for um, it was a basketball game, Pacers. Okay. Okay. And a lot of a lot of yeah, you know, it's you know out there in Indianapolis, you know, like back then, it was like a lot of you no know, racial stuff going on. I think like. <sighs> KKK started out there, I think, in Indianapolis. A lot of people don't know that, though. No, they don't. Okay. They don't. They definitely and you, don't. And you still got the people that stay live on mind thinking, too, is floating around. But that's, that's everywhere, too. I mean, because if you black, you successful not, certain white people still look at you as a nigga. So, you know. But look what we call each other to each other all the time. That's it. Dudes, you look at the bitch-ass nigga over here. I, I, I went to a store one day, and it was an A-Rab. Dude in Harlem, it's his store, and he calls this dude. I guess the guy was coming there begging or something like that. He told him, Get the fuck out of here, bitch. I think, bitch. He, he said, Get the fuck out of here, you bitch ass nigga. I was like, He felt so comfortable to say that. Like, do you? <laughs> said, what the hell's going on here? Like, you got a uh, A-Rab to call my bitch ass nigga. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, we got to be careful. Yeah. Gotta be careful. We don't want to be called that. We shouldn't be calling each other that. Exactly. All right, guys, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you once again, Mr. Cal Dawson. Absolutely. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to another episode of Candy Show. Guess what? We're on Instagram, Candy Talk Show. Follow that page, Candy Talk Show on Instagram. YouTube, subscribe. You guys, you know I've said this several times. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. <laughs> subscribe to the Candy Talk Show Instagram. Subscribe to the YouTube. All right. You already know. It's Candy Productions, capital C and a number two. Candy Talk Show on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And Mr. Cal, you ready to go get something to eat? Get something to drink? Yeah. Go party, party. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Bye.